Good morning. Uh, this is Rust in Shadows, and I am reading from Good Morning Friends by collection of weekly radio messages by R.J. Rushduni. And this is Rust in Shadows podcast. And today, the title uh, of my uh, message is The Prophetic Office of Christ. The Prophetic Office of Christ. October 19, 1954. Good morning, friends. One of the sad facts concerning our faith is that so many believers are ignorant about the things of God and yet satisfied with their ignorance. If an American citizen were to say that all he knows about Eisenhower is that he had some kind of government job in Washington, we would set him down as a thoroughly ignorant man and a poor American. Now many Christians are just as ignorant about Jesus Christ and his position in the divine government. This morning we shall begin a study of the offices of Christ. First of all, we need to look briefly at the question, Who is Jesus Christ? The answer of scripture is clear-cut, and without hesitancy, the man who walked the roads of Palestine soon centuries ago was a man who was fully man, and yet at one and the same time, was divine, very God of very God, two distinct natures and one person. That same person lives today and is our Lord and God and our only Redeemer. The Westminster Shorter Catechism asks two questions at this point and gives us clear and specific answers. Question 23. What offices doth Christ execute as our Redeemer? Answer, Christ as a Redeemer execute the offices of a prophet, a priest, and a king, both in his estate of humiliation and exaltation. Question 24. How does Christ execute the office of prophet? Christ execute the office of a prophet in the revealing to us, by his word and spirit, the will of God for our salvation. From this, the prophetic office of Christ becomes clear. Jesus Christ is the revelation of God to us through whom we come to know as much of the will of God as is needed for us. In short, we in short through Christ we know God. One of the fundamental assertions of scripture is that no man has ever seen God at any time nor can any man see him. God is beyond our conceiving or imagining. Our little minds cannot begin to grasp the meaning of the idea of God. God is not a man as we are, but God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable. Man would have to be God to be able to comprehend God, and this we definitely are not. We cannot truly understand ourselves. How can we hope to comprehend God? This predicament of man is answered by God in Christ. As John declared, No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father. He hath declared him. John 1.18 Jesus Christ is God incarnate, the second person of the Trinity, manifest in the flesh. As Jesus told Philip, He that hath seen me has seen the Father. John 14.9 In Jesus Christ we see, know, and meet God himself. Thus, Jesus Christ, as prophet, speaks for God, not in vision, and at times only as with the Old Testament prophets, but fully and completely. 
The image of God in which man was created consists of knowledge, righteousness, holiness, and dominion. In Christ, man was restored to the realm of true knowledge. Since God is the creator and sustainer of all things, and since all things were made by him, Jesus Christ, and without him was not anything made that was made, John 1, 3, then it is clear that nothing in the world has any meaning apart from God, its creator, and his purpose. We cannot understand the earth, the sun, moon, and stars, nor trees, in flowers, except in terms of God the Creator and His cre creative purpose. Neither can we understand our own lives apart from the Lord and His will. In Christ, then, we are restored to true knowledge. He became our wisdom. As the true and final prophet, the full voice of God, He speaks for God to us, and we can never truly know anything unless we know it in Him. Christ speaks to us in His prophetic office by means of His word, the Bible, and through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, guides us into the understanding of His Word and, accordingly, into all truth. John sixteen thirteen. See John sixteen thirteen. Because Christ is the fullness of God the Father, no true Christian can believe in additional or further revelations. Scripture is full and complete in its revelation of God and His will as far as it is needful, is needful for our salvation. In Christ, we have the complete revelation, we have the full and final speaking for God, and nothing can improve on that and add to or detract from it. In the words of Scripture, God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past, unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed here of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Hebrews 1, 1 through 2. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 to 14. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that your Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, who is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who became man, who at the same time was divine, the very God of very God, who thank you, Lord, <clears throat> that the answer in Scripture is clear-cut, that without hesitancy, the man who walked the roads of Palestine centuries ago was a man who was fully man, yet at the same time was divine, very God of very God, due to two distinct natures, and one man, and that same person lives today, and is our Lord and God, and our only Redeemer. Oh, thank you, Lord, that Jesus Christ came and died and was buried and is resurrected on the cross, uh, resurrected uh, from the cross, uh, who was resurrected and died on the cross for our sins. Lord, who now sits at your right hand and intercedes for us. Thank you for, for the prophetic office of Jesus Christ, who is prophet, priest, and king, who, Lord, who came down and humbled himself to be our, our, our Lord and our prophet. And, Lord, it is in your word that Jesus Christ is the revelation of, of God to us through whom we come to know as much of the will of God as is, our, is needed for us to know. So, Lord, your will for us is through Jesus Christ. And thank you, Lord, that you came and dwelt among us. Thank you, Lord, for this truth. 
that I may meditate upon how Jesus is two distinct two distinct persons, divine and yet man, in 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 God. And so, Lord, I thank you that this He lives today and is my Redeemer. I thank you, Lord, that you are uh, prophet, priest, and king. And in this office of prophet, you reveal to me by your word and spirit the will of God for my salvation. So it is by your word and spirit, through Jesus, office of the prophet, that I know your will for my salvation. So I thank you this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. <laughs>